0: good morning. We're starting out our uh, morning with temperatures in the upper 60s to low 70s, so a very mild start to the day here. 67 in Cincinnati, 71 in Batavia, 70 in Wallen, Kentucky. As we go through today, a heat index actually uh, getting into the low 90s later on this afternoon, but a hot day overall. I think we're in the mid 80s through two high 80s as you head towards three, four o'clock today. 70 forecast brings a weather impact day for Wednesday and Thursday. I think Wednesday afternoon and evening, some thunderstorms could be strong.
1: All right, so uh, welcome to the,
0: hiya, yeah,
1: daily dose. <laughs> Starting with a little bit of weather. It's gonna be hot today, so uh, make Good sure you know. have some swim trunks around. Swim trunks around if you can maybe uh, get into those easier Run. later on today if you have some time. But um, we'll talk more about the forecast. Obviously, some rain's gonna be had, so we'll get a little relief. Um, we have to talk about some of the breaking news though we had uh, this morning in a Norwood neighborhood. Um, I believe Richard Charles on the scene this morning.
0: Yeah, really sad. Scary situation, no matter what. All shootings are scary, but right. um, this gentleman, it sounds like, was maybe getting into his car. The, the, the timeline and the specific events that happened unknown at this point. But um, his car was out front of his home in Norwood. He was either getting into his car or near his car, and a gunman came up. He was shot. The car was then stolen, um, and they haven't found the person who's responsible yet. So they're looking right. for. They believe a maroon-colored, like crossover Cadillac SUV. Um, in the area so keep in mind keep your eyes open if you see anything give Uh, Cincinnati police or Norwood police a call. I believe they're working together on this. Uh, We don't know the status of the gentleman who was shot, but um, obviously we're checking in with local police to see if they'll give us an update on him. But yeah, definitely a scary situation overnight, and we'll find out more as we go through the day probably.
1: Yeah, since he's on the run, uh, police will give us an update there. We also had to talk about some of the different um, security checkpoints we've seen across uh, our area because of the shooting we saw in Uvalde, Texas. It's a very somber uh, week for a lot of families as they put those, uh, that died to rest this week, but it brought a, uh, a point here at home that we were able to kind of go into some of these high schools, uh, Mason City schools, in sp- specifically, um, where they have no real traditional resource officers, but have campus safety team of 13 officers covering five different schools. So we talked a little bit about this morning which districts have what, right? right. What the security outlooks look like. Some districts have SROs, others have teams. Of officers it that was go to the
0: district. Super interesting. It um is, yeah. spoke with all of them, has been gathering this information, so when you get a chance Take the time. Go to wlwt.com and mm-hmm. see. You guys have the list of what everyone has, and it's right. it is very interesting to see what each district is doing because there isn't any kind of across-the-board guidelines. Right. Each district is doing what they can with what resources they have, and I think resources is a big part of that, which I think is detailed in the article, right? Yeah,
2: not, and not just uniformity lacking across states, but in an area like Cincinnati, where you have mol- uh, two or three states, you talked about Mason, but then in Kenton County, Kentucky, 17 s- schools in the district, mm-hmm. 17 uh, school resource That's officers. Right, so yeah. different uh, different ways of doing things in different areas. And some some areas are a little bit, of course, you have your rural school districts or schools, and then you have yeah. the city schools. So j- especially, again, in an area like this, there's so many compounding things that m- both are kind of fl- uh, flabbergasting. It's like, oh, why isn't, you him, but then you step back and think you're like, oh, well, something be. that works in uh, Clifton isn't going to work in Kenton County right. or in yeah. Campbell County.
0: It'll be interesting to see, too, because I think a lot of the schools that we read this morning have them for the high schools mm-hmm. or for the North larger, yeah. the the older students, but not the elementary school students. So it'll right. be interesting to see how this uh, Uvalde shooting impacts what will happen going forward. And again. You need more resources then so if they wanna right. put more people in the elementary schools they're gonna need more people and and I know
2: money. things have been wildly different but when I was in high school in the early 2010s we had a school resource officer but I don't think in my middle or elementary school we had and we might have had like a security officer or guard but I don't remember really seeing anyone yeah, unless had any. maybe like a, once a week the local uh, sheriff's office or police office will yeah. send someone to kind of patrol the school but the only cons- consistent presence I remember was at my high school. Yeah, yeah. Same definitely, with
0: me. definitely an interesting conversation and again important for parents to know. You need to know what's happening at your child's school mm-hmm. so that's that information up on our website. Um, a topic that hits close to home for me and Colin, uh, daycare struggles. It has been wild. Uh, Meredith did a really good job of speaking with local parents about the challenges they are facing Personally, uh, we got on a list five months before our child was born. He is now six months old mm-hmm. and still not in daycare.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, and it's, I, as you said, it's, it's a situation that a lot of folks are dealing with and they've dealt with for more than two years. I mean, even a lady we, we spoke with uh, this morning had issues in 2019. Right. And I think a lot of parents had that. And that's that's the issue here is if it's going to go back to those levels, it wasn't helpful for parents then, right? But there was
0: already a problem.
1: Um, and, and I think, in, in my personal opinion, there are also, a lot of single fathers out there who are thinking, you know, this along the same lines, uh, along s- single mothers have been in that boat for, for years now, obviously. Um, but, but there's I think there's some situations that have to be addressed for folks to live well, to be able to work well and to be able to be at home.
0: Well, and well. we've talked so much about people going back to work after the pandemic and uh, truly we my husband and I don't have family in the area so yeah. we don't have grandma and grandpa that we can just drop off you know in a pickle or right. if we're just trying to wait until daycare was opening and by the grace of God a neighbor was like hey you said you needed help do you need me to bridge that gap and I mean if she hadn't said that I don't know what we would have done um, but it's also not cheap it, right. it's expensive yeah. and so then you have to factor in the cost and so truly at one point we had to try to figure out if my husband was going to be able to go back to work until we got into daycare or not, and that, I think that's a conversation that a lot, a lot of families of are having. Yep. And then on top of that, you and I have crazy hours. So as a single <laughs> yeah. father, you're like, "Hi, can you come to my ha- home at three o'clock in the morning?" Yeah. You got to pay for that.
1: I mean, we, we. I mean, it's it's tough to get up. Even if you are, right. you know, paid to do right. this, but especially if you're paid to, you know, to, to watch over somebody's child, especially at this this time, it is going to cost you. Um, and the reliability and, factor. And, and of course, it should, right? Those folks right. should be paid, right, right, right. Um, r- r- respectfully. So, uh, obviously, the situation on either side that uh, more discussions are going to have to be had. Hopefully, some some um, there'll be some possibilities that will come to fruition. And
0: I think as well. Meredith found a good resource for parents. It's called. 4C4 children, yes. so they'll help you kind of walk through mm-hmm. even questions to ask people because that's where I got mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Like, how, what would I even ask somebody to, that was yeah. coming into my home? Right so, uh, Or if I was dropping my kid off at their home, how do I ask those questions? And you can so. find
2: a link to that organization on our website Perfect. at wlwt.com. I'll,
1: let you, wanna,
2: I'll yeah. let you guys, the experts, talk about this. I'm not yet in that boat.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We'll,
0: <laughs> we'll happily
1: talk you <laughs> through it if you ever decide to. And I don't want to glaze over this uh, situation. We don't have much time, but sunscreen, uh, we did a really – immersive uh, story on that with me out of Massey. Just talking about what type of sunscreens are available. If you don't want to spend 30 plus dollars on a sunscreen, mm-hmm. what brands might be available for you for good protection, right? Uh, it's changed since we were kids and things have, you know, there must there's more information that uh, that we, we, we have out there. So right. that'll also be at wwt.com if you want to find out more because it's going to be hot.
0: It's so. going to start of <laughs> summer. It's a yep. reminder. Actually, you should use sunscreen year round, but this, that's a yeah. conversation for another <laughs> that's day. That's right. So we'll be <laughs> back tomorrow with you on The Daily Dose. Have a great day. Be safe. And hopefully your short week feels like a short week and not a long week. That's right.